0: We are the plan.
1: If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. Um, we, we, we do know that there's breaking news from yesterday that that you guys all probably know about, and that is that President Trump's Largo Home residence was raided by the FBI in an unprecedented attack. That no one in the entire country, even people who are, you know, strong Democrats, that are supporting this radical leftist terrorism that's happening and taking over our nation, um, you know, I, I think that uh, not even they believe that this is is even remotely a good thing. And the only reason that they're doing this is because they want to prevent President Trump from running for office in 2024. And so they're weaponizing a system against their political adversaries because they don't want to lose their grip and they know that they are losing their grip. They know that the election system is so badly uh, maligned with, with reality, and they know that people don't believe the same the, the things that they're putting out there, the misinformation, disinformation. They know the tech companies and have been weaponized, and they're using it to, for this power grab, for money and power. They they know it. It's it's not. You know, I don't have to be Captain Obvious in order to say that. But I think that. Uh, I think that as we get further down the pathway of figuring out how to, you know, how to get to a place where we can take back our country, we're in that stark realization that we waited too long. So hence the fact that the flag is upside down behind me. We are in a state of distress. I believe we're in a state of distress. So we have a special guest today. And, um, we're going to talk about some things with this guest, but this person, uh, Adam Steen, is running against Robin Voss in Wisconsin, the speaker of the house, speaker of the house in Wisconsin. And, um, there's some developments that's happened. So before we bring him on, I want to, well, let, let's just go ahead and bring Adam in, but I want to, I want to put up and, and go through that, that, uh, article from Politico, um, about Gableman. Adam, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, sir, for having me. I appreciate it.
1: So we, we do know that this morning, or was this yesterday? Maybe it was yesterday. Um, you uh, had a Toss Voss event. Is that, is that today? That was yesterday.
2: No, it
3: was last night. We had a right. great time. Absolutely great time.
1: All right. So, if we, Mr. Producer, if we could play this video. This is called the Toss Voss um, event in Racine County. Okay, he needs a second. I thought it was brilliant. I mean, uh, did it, who actually made him go the farthest? Did you guys have a contest on who made him go the farthest?
3: We had a contest. I was actually doing interviews for about two hours, Joe, during during this uh, the contest. People were just, it was amazing. The media were there. I, was, I interviewed uh, with OAN um, before the, the event started. But to me, it was a, a lighthearted, enjoyable time that people could actually realize that politics can be fun right it's not this grind that we've been doing for the last six months and getting name recognition it's there's more to life than just beating your head against the wall and it was so much fun
1: well you know but your opponents were were pretty vocal over the fact that you were being violent by throwing voss <laughs> and i go well i'm not sure that voss volunteered for it i'm not sure that was the real voss that was in the catapult but let, let's go ahead and play so you even, Yep. <laughs> oh, so, man. so that's a picture of voss uh, was that a sack of potatoes or what was that exactly that was yeah. flying
3: there was a couple guys that had stuffed some shirts with some leaves and some water bottles this was literally 24 hours joe we said we've got to have some fun the night before the election so we put it out there and said anybody the volunteers that want to come and just relax and enjoy the day i mean it was the perfect day it rained all morning and the sun came out and it was just a gorgeous, gorgeous afternoon. So we just had a catapult made overnight and the guys were, were tossing Voss, and we had so much fun. <laughs> you,
1: you know, you didn't build that though. I mean let's just say let's say you did not build that catapult in twenty four hours. Someone else built that catapult for you.
3: I did not get to. We had a couple of farmers that said, sure, we can put it together and they got it done. It was awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome.
1: So you're running for Robin Voss's seat. Yep. Uh, and he has held
3: that seat for fifth for he's been in this city for 50 years, and he's held that seat for 18 years in the assembly.
1: So I want to point something else out. He was uh, college roommates with uh, Rand Paul. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Yeah. Yep. So tell me about Ann that. Ryan Sprebus. I mean, I'm sorry.
3: And Ryan Sprebus. So that we we call this the Whitewater Mafia, if you will. Um, there are some inner workings and some interplay that, that on the surface you can't understand. But once you understand the connections of the past, you can see that coming into the present. Even in the Trump campaign um, in 2016 when, when Ryan was the chief of staff, there's some, some interesting inner workings that, that are unexplicable without knowing their background. So there, there's a deep seated uh, political machine in, in southeastern Wisconsin. And what we said was, seriously, we're, we're done. The people have stood up and we've said we're done with the establishment telling us, Joel, to align. Have you heard that yet? We need to align yeah. with the party. Yeah. And how, you how, do, how, do you
1: align, how do you align with a party that aligns itself with the radical left?
3: There you go. You got it. So we've, we've said that this race is determining whether or not you're going to align with we the people. It's a focus. Or are we going to align with the party? And I believe that that people have woken up, especially since 2020, but even back to 2016 and 2018, you can see this progression of their eyes are much more open to what's going on around them.
1: All right, so let's let, let's uh, let everyone know who you are. I mean, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. You're you're not a father. You're not married. You're not a Christian. I mean, I mean, all that stuff's <laughs> not true. Like it's all fake news, you've, huh?
3: You've been reading my uh, opponent's literature, apparently. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I saw something that came out, and I go, I, this can't be true." But um, yeah, you know, right. obviously, obviously, we got a chance to have a, a, a brief conversation sure. on my way back. But please so, tell everyone about yourself
3: let's go 30 seconds so i grew up on a farm in indiana my parents were in the housing industry i literally couldn't have the tv on when the sun was out so we worked our entire lives bailing hay hauling blocks cleaning up job sites that, that's just what we did um i my grandfather did run for public office in indiana and then i moved up to wisconsin for college in 2001 and went to maranatha baptist bible college and then i went off to uw madison and got an engineering degree and it, it was a good opportunity to explain to people my viewpoint, right? I had to, to tell them what I thought and be able to communicate a message with people I didn't necessarily agree with. So I graduated. I met my wife at UW, uh, Hannah, and we have two daughters. Ella is eight and Abigail is three. Uh, we currently live in Rochester. And it, it's just time for a citizen to step up and serve.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, you, you've taken a lot of flack because you've taken a very uh, measured approach, but been very honest about what we're dealing with. Um, l- let me ask you a question. Is there, is there enough evidence of fraud in Wisconsin to overturn the electors in Wisconsin, to, in your opinion?
3: There. Yeah. There is. In my opinion, if you listen to Justice Gableman's report, I announced on February 28th, and I was in that hearing room on March 1st because I knew how important that report was going to be. Robin Voss was driving somewhere in the countryside giving an interview that morning and didn't even bother to show up. So what Justice Gableman did in endorsing me was really poignant, right? He said that Robin Voss had the appearance of doing what he said he was going to do but never actually wanted to see it through. So basically, um, the entire process of listening to Justice Gableman's report, just the Supreme Court two weeks ago said that the drop boxes are illegal. There's two methods of delivering your ballot in the state of Wisconsin. One is by mail, and one is in person to the clerk. That's very clear. For some reason, my opponent thinks that that's complicated.
1: Well, it's complicated because they say that if they're watching the drop boxes, now they're legal. So it's a, it's a play on words. And, and what I find interesting, and, and maybe you find this interesting as well, is that they're ignoring, both the Republicans and the Democrats are ignoring the, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruling saying that they are they are unconstitutional. They're ignoring it. They're ignoring law right now.
3: And that is what is so important, Joe, that you pointed out. We have laws, so if you read chapter 9 in the state statute, chapter 9 gives the rules by which we operate to to function in our election process. Chapter 12 is where the the consequences lie. All of the election laws that my opponent said were passed and vetoed, none of them took language out of the statute and added consequences. None of them, Joe. So what's happening is there's laws that are being broken, but there are no consequences for breaking the law and they wrote the laws right we as conservatives have held the house for 12 years and we wrote those laws
1: and and i I mean i so so how do you feel about you know justice gableman has been attacked i want to put up this article if we can mr producer it's the article that i put in there Um, this is a political article i'm just going to ask you some questions about it obviously today is the primary uh, Robin Voss give Michael, gave Michael Gableman eleven thousand dollars a month to review the twenty twenty election. Now Gableman wants Voss to lose his job. It's almost as if they're saying that, oh, how dare he! Uh, but as you as you go through this article, what I find interesting is some of the things that they say, which are which fly in the in the face of truth. Right? They're just not true. Um, uh, Steen is challenging Voss' primary over Voss' refusal to decertify the results of the 2020 election, a loss that Trump has refused to acknowledge, and has spent more than a year criticizing Voss for not doing more to overturn. In a 30-second video audio ad Gableman recorded on behalf of Steen, Gabelman took aim at Voss. You know, Va- Robin Voss never wanted a real investigation in the 2020 election in Wisconsin, and everything that my office and I have been able to do to expose all the corruption that took place has been in spite of Robin and not because of him. Uh, it goes on, by the way, in here to say that there was no real evidence. And that um, that uh, Gableman said he has a long day, six hours spent with Trump's rally, blah, blah, blah. See if I can find it really quick. Um,
3: I know exactly what they're saying. They're, they, they have the narrative that there's absolutely nothing to see here, Joe. There's yeah. nothing. It's just like the riots in Kenosha, it's just like the Let's Go Brandon cheers at the rallies and the events that happen across our country. The media is saying, there's nothing for you to look for, right? There's well, nothing here.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's and, their premise. And it goes further to say, Voss hired Gableman to probe the 2020 election and has continued to renew his contract, even though the review has not revealed any evidence of significant fraud, right? Or, or new facts related to the election not previously known. So, so they're, the way that they write things is an, is a way to 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 say that there's nothing going on. But Adam, the fraud in Wisconsin and across the country, e- even in Colorado and other places, across the country, is so significant that it would beg. T- it, it, I would say nearly 20 percent of the votes that were cast in the 2020 election were fraudulent ballots. I would say, at and least, I would
3: agree.
1: Yeah, so that's 30 million votes. That's thirty million votes. Now we know that the Eric system operates in thirty states—twenty-nine and then thirty because it was—they they just added North Carolina, but they lost uh, Louisiana. Yeah. Adam, what are you going to do when you get when you get elected? I mean, not not what are you going to do if you get elected? What are you going to do when you get elected? Because I believe God's on your so, side.
3: I I hundred percent agree with you. We are literally fighting good versus evil, Joe, um, and. When i get elected i've told so many people that i am a realist right i am one of 99 assembly persons that are going to be in that seat and of those 99 i've talked a lot there's not that many who have the guts to stand up and say we're going to follow the constitution so what i'm going to do is i am going to bring bills forward that actually correct our election laws right because our election laws don't have consequences Um, I believe uh, you probably watched the movie Two Thousand Mules, and Dennis Prager said something so, so important. At the beginning, he said, there's all of this conjecture. Show me the proof. Our judicial system will not take the court cases. So the the interviews that I've had, they've told me that we've had various legal charges, challenges, and they've all been proven wrong.
2: Not exactly true.
3: Right. When you have a preponderance of evidence, right, that's their claim they won't take the case because they don't believe there's enough evidence to prove the case. You can't, you haven't even seen the evidence. So you're claiming before the case is presented.
1: Yeah. So they, they say that it's based on standing. So they, they can challenge whether or not that case can go forward based on using the word standing, that there is no standing. And, and these, these, uh, this legal jargon, this kind of shuffling of, of reality has left us in a place where as American people, we don't know what to believe. Until we start digging in. So you do the research and get just below the surface.
3: And that's exactly what I've said, Joe. So important that when I get into office on January 3rd and I'm sworn into office, I am going to swear an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States and the state of Wisconsin. Those attorneys do not have any oath sworn to defend the Constitution. They give their opinion, right? Right now in this in this country, if you take a class in college, and you're going to study the Constitution. They call it constitutional law, and that that document is considered to be a living document. Right. I believe we are in a fundamental shift in our country. Whether or not you believe that the Constitution is the guiding document of our country, period, and that we can explain that really simply: God gave individual citizens inalienable rights, and those citizens formed society. And that society formed a contract with the government to protect those God-given rights. If we don't understand that this is a contract that's black and white and cut and dry, we do not have a constitutional republic. So what my opponent would say is he would tell you that we need to elect the Republican governor, Republican attorney general and solve all of your problems. He's telling you that there's nothing to see here, right? He's telling you, that if you actually want the constitution to be followed you have to sue the left and i vehemently disagree with that premise i think we should in the in the assembly we should follow the constitution as conservatives and let the left sue us and prove that the constitution is wrong so that is what is at stake that is what is on the ballot today
1: so adam that what you're saying is and i and i want to you know in my own words what you're saying is that we as people need to learn the the use of the word no. We have to learn to say no. We're going to do it this way. No, we're not going to have these books in our schools that are perverting perverting our kids. No, we're not going to allow LGBT and pride flags to fly in our schools because it is not a political environment and kids should not be exposed to that. Now whether or not they end up gay or, you know, a pink unicorn when they turn 18 or 19, that that is entirely different than how we groom or or treat our children in a in a in a educational environment so
3: and joe that is exactly right it it's not just politics right it is every institution of our lives the workplace the educational system our government you you absolutely hit the nail on the head we we are in a crisis right now and that crisis is whether or not we're going to stand up and follow the Constitution or not. Or we're going to listen, like my opponent points out very vehemently, that we need to follow these attorneys because they know what's best. No. No, he swore an oath, right? He,
1: he, he absolutely did swear an oath. And and so everyone, though, and I don't know if we have it yet, Mr. Producer. Did we find it yet, by any chance? Yeah, here it is. What? Let's play the video if we can. This is, uh, Adam, this is um, Robin Voss admitting the fraud but can't decertify. So he's saying that there is no constitutional argument to decertify, even though we've never been in a place before where 20% or more of the votes were illegitimate. And But let's go ahead and play this, and I'll give you your thoughts on it.
4: Well, we have passed 17 different bills. We have the game investigation that I know is showing many of the issues that are there. The problem gets down to what's the remedy. There are some people who think that the legislature has the unilateral ability to overturn the election. We do not. Constitutional scholars like Rick Essenberg, Jim is Donald Trump's own attorney in Wisconsin said we do not have that power. Um, I still believe that today. Uh, what they spent much of the time talking about, uh, it's a private conversation, but basically they are trying to convince us of the fraud that occurred. I already believe there was fraud that occurred. Uh, the challenge is we now need to have an attorney general and a governor who will sign legislation and fight with us to make sure that the election in 2022 and 2024 is fair. We don't have the ability to unilaterally overturn the election. Just a Do you think
3: there was widespread fraud
4: or just a few instances? Uh, I think there was widespread fraud. Um, and I think we are going to see more and more data that comes out as Justice Gaveman. Do, 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 do you think do you- overturn the election? Do you think there was widespread fraud or just a few instances? Uh, I think there was widespread fraud, um, and I think we are going to see more and more data that comes out. Okay, in of the, let's get
1: to So, So he's admitting there's widespread fraud. The articles that are coming out saying there isn't widespread fraud, so they're absolutely, obviously lying to us. And um, he says that we don't have the ability to overturn it because some lawyer said that their opinion is that you don't have the ability to decertify. Uh, Adam, how would you answer that?
3: I I answered that very specifically back in May. I said that the AJR 120 bill that was presented on the floor Mm -hmm. should be voted on in a roll call vote, Joe. And the reason I said that is because it's a litmus test for our state. Do the people that represent the citizens that are sitting in the assembly, do they understand what their their people that they represent want? So just to be really clear, this has never happened in our country's history where we have— 55 counties out of 72 calling for a full forensic cyber audit. 55 counties. 50%, so about 30 counties in the state of Wisconsin, asked the Speaker of the Assembly to step down. They demanded that he step down. So we are in completely uncharted territory. But what I do know is I'm going to swear an oath on January 3rd to defend and uphold the Constitution. And that is the job I'm applying for.
1: Okay, so let me let me ask you a question related to that. Uh, fifty-five counties out of seventy-two said that they want to call for a, a full forensic audit. Fifty-five out of seventy-two. Why can't the fifty-five? We're talking about the power of the word "no." Why can't the fifty-five of the seventy-two confiscate those machines, take them over, and tear those machines down and do a full hand count of everybody? Why can't they do it? I mean, it, it's it's of it's of the people for the people by the people. What is stopping them from having the courage, all fifty-five at the same time, to stand up and say we've had enough?
3: Uh, I believe that we have men and women who have been told for how many years, I'm going to go with two or three generations, that the government knows best, right, that we are here under the government. And I believe it's an education problem, right? I believe that we need to actually educate the people because they don't know what their rights are. They don't know because they've been told for so long that they do not have that ability that they've started to believe it, Joe. So... I don't believe it's a willingness, I believe it's a knowledge thing, and I think that's something that's going to take us, uh, I guess the Communist Party of America in 1949 had this thing called vision, and I've said this, they have a hundred year plan for America, what they want to see happen, but we as conservatives want results right now, and I think that's the shift that we have to look at, we have to start educating people so that they know what their rights are as citizens, and the power that they have, you're exactly right sir.
1: Amen. Um, I want to, I want to ask you a few questions. Well, I mean, I'll I'll just say this. You are a Trump endorsed candidate. You were endorsed by President Trump. You were endorsed by, endorsed by Michael Gableman. Um, You've been out on the, on the road doing these things. Are you afraid that they're going to try and cheat in these primaries?
3: We actually have attorneys that are working right now in Central Cal, right? It's 1130 on election day. Mm. We don't know how many ballots were cast uh, early. So we have a two week early voting period in Wisconsin. Mm. So July 26th, early voting in person. But we had mail-in voting starting back on June 23rd. So in my opinion, I've said we could solve our elections in eight words. You remember that, (laughs) Joe? It's in person, on paper, and count one day we did this back in the 90s
1: right well and we did it back in the 90s and i and i think that there, you know people's lives are more complicated today so i think we have to overcome the fact that there are a lot of snowflakes out there there are a lot of people that frankly uh get stressed out at walking across the street i think that you can do that but i think you have to make the day a federal holiday I think you have, to you, take, got it. you have to take the entire day off. You have to let yep. people go and vote and be no I don't actually care if every restaurant every everything, gas station, everything closes. We, we shut it down for nine months. We can shut it down for one day.
3: My, my grandfather's friends, he was in the 82nd Airborne Joe, his friends gave their lives for this country. When he told those people in those mailers that I didn't want the military to vote, my opponent said that. Mm-hmm, I was I that. absolutely livid because their their memory everything that they've done for this country he is trampling on just for a political stunt and when i say that i want everyone to vote i mean it without question because that is what, the only reason we have this country is because those men gave their lives and women so that we could have this extreme extreme privilege to vote and you're exactly right i would love again if i were king for a day i'm not there to to allow people the ability to have a holiday to vote and say this is what you're doing today that's how important it is
1: well then something happened last night by the way there, there's yep. weaponization happening right now and mr producer we have a video of the raid on the on more largo but they they attacked president trump again that's why the flag is upside down it remained upside down it will remain my my uh, background uh, for some time now. He, they made sure that he was out of town. So he was in Bedmeister. He was in New Jersey when all of this happened. Um, the FBI came in. There's questions about who issued the, the search warrant, who signed it. Um, I don't want to say, you know, there's allegations that the person that signed that, that search warrant was the same attorney turned magistrate, Um, that represented Jeffrey Epstein. Um, And and we have some of that information that we'll we'll be sharing, but what's what's your thought? Before we play this video, what what is your thought on on what is happening to President Trump? Because if you you look at the reason why they're doing it, it's a technicality to get him to be able to not be able to run for office in 2024. What what are your thoughts?
3: What what I see is I see a misdirection, right? We talked about, Um, the Let's Go Brandon. We talked about the riots in Kenosha, mostly peaceful protests. I I believe that, that this election is so important for the direction of our country that the left has said, well, we need to make an example, right? We need to use something that will distract the American people from the reality of what is going on today and how important it is. And whether or not they can choose to, like you said, they can manipulate our system Mm -hmm. for their purposes, whatever that purpose may be. You and I uh, will get the, the privilege of hindsight, but we can't be in those meetings. We can't see what they're actually doing and the decisions that are being made in order to cause the president of the United States home to be raided by the FBI. Could you imagine if this were another political official, any other political official, and their house was raided, and they did not have an R after their name when they were in office. We, this would be complete chaos.
1: So I want to read this for you, if I can, uh, Mr. Producer uh, A 4 Trump statement. I want to I want to read this President Trump statement. Um, These are dark times for our nation, as my beautiful home Mar-largo, Mar-a-Largo, in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group. Whoops. Large group FDI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with a relevant government agencies, the unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in twenty twenty four, especially based on recent polls, and who are li- who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and Conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault could only take place in a broken third world country. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee? Here in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th President of the United States. The political persecution of President Donald J. Trump has been going on for years with the now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam impeachment hoax number one. hoax number two. And so much more. It just never ends. It is political targeting at the highest level. Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete and acid wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable she even took antique furniture and other items from the white house i stood up to america bureaucratic corruption i restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country like we have never seen before the establishment hated it now as they watch my endorsement candidates win big victories and see my dominance in all polls they're trying to stop me and the republican party once more the lawlessness the lawlessness Political persecution and witch hunt must be exposed and stopped. I will continue to fight for the great American people. Th- th- what, this is- what
3: you just read, Joe, what you just read is exactly the conversation I had with him when he endorsed me. He sees the the importance of this race and he sees the value that, that America has in our, in our world. And he sees that we have to stand up and fight against this. It, it's absolutely disgraceful what they're doing.
1: I don't. I don't know. The, the, I don't know how they can get away with it. It's. Uh, it, it. It is. It, to me, it flies in the face of. They said that he removed classified documents. Hillary Clinton th- basically sent classified documents through the through email, uh, on a server that was locked in some closet for a cyber company in Denver, Colorado, and and yet nothing happened. We saw Sussman that worked on behalf of the Clinton administration even billed for it, and nothing happened. You can only equate what's happening now in this area to a criminal cabal. This is organized crime at a at a level where the government has become the oppressor in everyone's lives, and everyone becomes a victim of this. Even organized crime families. Uh, I, I'm. Uh, it's it, to me. It's an assault. I got some other things I want to read. I'm going to have you stay with me for a, for a bit. I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, this podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, par- a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IPVanish on unlimited devices at the same time without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's And and for our listeners, they're, they're offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some Apps that you have to turn off. If you're using like Ring apps or things like that, you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized IP address. But um, that's just something you just learn when you get it. But you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information. Uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are. Uh, so go to ipvanish.com/daily. Use promo code daily. You do have to use the slash daily. So ipvanish.com/daily. Use promo code daily and claim your seventy percent savings. But I want I want to play some things related to that. Uh, but I want to show you this. This is um, Hillary uh, Murderer Clinton uh, A seven, if you would, mocking. The, the email and putting something up that says e- every but her emails hat or shirt sold helps uh, onward together partners defeat defend democracy build a progressive bench and fight for our values just saying uh, d- just so we understand um we're not a demo are we a democracy adam
3: constitutional republic very very different sir very yeah. different and yet again this is education at the highest level joe
1: yeah, well, that, and I feel like it's just a bunch of old white women and white men that are trying to destroy it because they're getting ready to go out anyway. They're getting ready to die and end up in the depths of hell. This is my opinion. Depths of hell anyway. So they're like, well, let's just end the entire country because why not? Why not end the country if if we're not going to be around? I, I know that's a cynical way to look at things, but.
3: but... But what you're saying is so important, Joe, because if you look at the reason that these people are in office, you see that they are in these positions for themselves, right? No matter the party, this is a two party system, it's us versus them. But if you see and realize that the reason that they're in these offices for the last some half of a century, you will understand why they make the decisions they do, right? I I said, I wanna serve for a set amount of time. And I think it's important that when people hear that they know in their brain, they understand that I am going to serve. It should be service. And when you look at so many people in these, these offices, no matter at the state or federal level, they are not making decisions that are right for the people. They are making decisions that are right for them.
1: You're absolutely correct. And, you know, there was a president that said something that uh, even back then that warned us. He he warned us 40 years ago. Let's go ahead and play this 10-second clip if we can. the
4: Nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help.
1: That is what our government's become, and I believe that the government has stepped in the, in the middle and, and done things to, I don't know, just stop just common sense and, and decency from, from continuing on in our society.
3: Well, look at the Federal Department of Education in 1955. When they formed that Department of Education, from then on, we have seen a steady decline in our educational model. It's no longer reading, writing, and arithmetic. We Mm -hmm. are fighting a system that is pushing for the least common denominator to be educated to that level, because if you have a populace that isn't informed and isn't educated, they are much easier to control. So I would like to see in Wisconsin, real simple, the Department of Public Instruction has to be taken under the control of the legislature, otherwise, we're never going to be able to have any influence on our educational system. And secondly, once we do that, we're going to have to elect a director of public instruction, a superintendent, when we have people that are actually going to get out and vote. We have spring elections here in Wisconsin, and it's crazy because you have such low turnout that you don't actually get the people to engage. So we have to start at the top if we're going to fix some of these problems.
1: Well, the, the, there's another issue in that they can destroy ballots and take ballots away because of the, the historic low turnout. But yet we had the, the issue that happened with the recall election in California against Newsom where it was historic outpouring of people that came out to support. He even beat his numbers and getting elected for governor to begin with. And so the, the problem with the system, because it's not transparent, and, it, and, it, and it's opened up to people being able to delete uh, delete uh, votes or add votes. And uh, I mean, it, the system is literally designed so that whoever is behind the curtain gets to decide who gets elected, who gets elected, or excuse me, who gets elected, who gets put in that position, and uh, who gets sent home.
3: So Janelle Branchon made a comment about what you just said. We still don't know. We've asked the Wisconsin Election Commission, who is the gatekeeper? for active versus inactive voters on the Wisconsin voter roll. Right. We we don't know. How how do we not know who is the gatekeeper of changing the status from active to inactive? That's not a small thing, Joe. We no. have 7.1 million people on the voter rolls that are supposedly over half are inactive.
1: All right, hold on a second. How, how many people are in Wisconsin?
3: 3.4 million voted last time right. in the elections.
1: So So 2.2 times the number of people that are voting. Yeah, okay.
3: So when I've said that we can fix this, Joe, we have to wipe the voter rolls. We have this thing called a backup. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but we can save data and have that historic record and move forward from that point starting at zero. And every 10 years, we can do the same thing. But for some reason, my opponent thinks that is the worst idea ever to have clean voter rolls which we could have done under the legislature being held by the Republicans we had the Rep- assembly governor and the senate we could have done that for eight years and we chose not to
1: well i think that that leads you more down the path of uh, selection not election as well right the, the sentiment of it the does. public i want to play this this uh video if we can this is dan bongino talking about uh, the trump raid and just how how bad it is it's about 3 minutes r- run, long let's go ahead and play it
3: Let's go to Dan Bongino, the host of Unfiltered on Saturday night. Dan, your quick emotional reaction. I think everyone's a little emotional here uh, about this raid.
2: Yeah, I mean, you think this is some third world bullshit right here. Let me say it again. Third world bullshit. I mean, every word of that. I don't care that it's cable news. I was a federal agent. I raised my right hand. And I swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. And I love this country. This is a freaking disgrace. A disgrace. We don't live in Cuba. We don't live under Kim Jong-un. We live in a constitutional republic, a representative democracy. You have a bunch of FBI agents raiding the home of a former president because they don't like his politics? Are you kidding me? You've spent this whole show, Jesse, and I've spent my entire time either on Fox or on my podcast exposing the left for claiming Russia interfered in the election as Hillary Clinton played, paid off a bunch of foreign agents, her team, literally to fabricate a story that occupied the nation for four years. What's she doing right now? Getting a manicure in freaking Chappaqua. She's not doing squat. Nothing. Hunter Biden is having sex on tape while doing crack, while doing crack. And what is he doing? He's living in a Malibu mansion. And yet the president, the former president, who, whether you agree with him or not, on his claims about the election, whether you agree or not, we still live in a country where you were allowed to challenge an election. There's even a process. The ECA, the Electoral Count Act. You may not like it. But it's a process. How do I know it's a process? Because some people are trying to reform it. You may not like it, but now you send the FBI. Let me tell you something. I have, been, I have paid due deference to the FBI for a long time, and a lot of listeners didn't like it because I work with some very good people over there who have since retired. The management of the FBI has now shredded any single shred sliver of credibility this agency had left. Nobody will take them seriously from this point on. It is over. You've heard the examples Stone, Manafort, Cohen, over and over. Are they good guys? Are they bad guys? I don't know. I don't care. I don't know them. All I'm telling you is you cannot tell me we still live in a constitutional republic and not the freaking third world when you have Hillary Clinton paying foreign agents to interfere with an election. People lying on the road repeatedly. Hunter Biden doing crack on tape. And what happens? Where are the federal agents? They're not in Malibu. They're not in Chappaqua. They're in Mar-a-Lago. This is some third world garbage that happened tonight. And I'm telling you, the FBI management. Here's a solution. Last thing. We have now got to win in 2022. You have no choice now, folks. Oh, we don't like the swampy Republicans. I don't like them either. Republicans may not be the solution to your problems, but Democrats are certainly the cause of all your problems right now. If there was ever a clarion call to remove your ass from the seat and go vote in 2022, this is it.
3: What's your
1: thought on that?
2: He he is
3: 100% correct, Joe. Um, If you aren't upset, if you aren't motivated to get off your tail and participate in this election process, where where are we, right? Where is our constitutional republic? The reason we have this republic is because men and women stand up and they participate in this process. And that doesn't mean just being an armchair quarterback, right? It doesn't mean typing tweets on Twitter. It means actually getting up and voting, right? And that voting process has to be important. And that is to me exactly what he has said is, if you don't think that there are problems in our country and you're sitting back and you're wondering what, what, what should happen next, this is the time. Now is the time for you to act.
1: Well, your, your primary started this morning. It ends, the polls close, I think it's 7 o'clock. Is that correct?
3: 8 p.m. Central Time. 8 8 p.m. So we have another just under eight hours to get people out to make sure that they know, just like Dan said, seriously, we are at a turning point. I appreciate you putting my website up there. It's so important. It's steamforus.com. If people don't think that five or ten or fifteen or twenty or a hundred dollars is going to make a difference, Joe, it is because we are still fighting the same nonsense that President Trump was fighting back in 2016 till 2020. And he's still, look at today, he's still fighting it today. And it doesn't stop just because an election's over. They are going to continue to push and try to make you and everyone like you, Joe, and me, irrelevant. That's the goal.
1: Well, because it's, we it's slavery. Think. It's slavery. You yes, it it's, it's, need to call yep. it what it is, it's slavery. And what they have done is divided us, so they can have their own little slave camps. And I, and I know that's a harsh thing to say, but it's also the reality. When you when you don't have representation, when they're raising taxes and sending money overseas and giving special discounts and and uh, 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 you know carve outs for billionaires, which they just did in the spending bill, <laughs> they just did it, and they're they're raiding the home of a of a of a president of the United States and, and, and hiring 86,000 or 87,000 IRS agents, I don't see it any other way that you can see it other than the fact that they are, this is an attack on our sovereignty, the sovereignty of a nation, the people of this nation.
3: And I believe that we have to say something really important right now, Joe, that it is up to us, right? I have voted for Republicans my whole life, but... We have to stand up and say, if we don't like the people that are in office, we need to run. And I've said this before. I know I'm the guy running, but we need people from the dog catcher all the way up to the governor of every state to step up and say, I am ready to serve because I want to make a difference. Because you and I talking here, we are not at the table. No, we cannot make and cause effective change. In these offices, without being at the table, and I, I truly believe that it is so, so, oh, so important that we that we get involved, and I mean it. The county, think about so. In, in Wisconsin, we have county board supervisors. They spend twenty five percent of your taxes. They allocate those funds. You can get on the school board for for five to hundred to a thousand votes. You can get on a county board supervisor seat just at a 1,000 votes. It's it's something that we need to wake up and educate people to the importance of why we are in the shape that we're in right now, Joe. It's because we have sat back and allowed people like my opponent for many years to continue to get reelected and to continue to go back doing the same thing over and over again and we're hoping for a different result. But the time is now to stand up and act.
1: Amen. I agree with you fully. Well, I want to I thank you for coming on. I, I think you're going to win. The poll numbers show that you're up against Robin Voss. And, uh, you know, yep. I, we're, we're, we're anticipating that, that it's going to be a very uh, – it, it's going to be a contested race. And it's yep. going to be a contested race because you don't have control of the machines. You don't have control of the apparatus within the Democrat Party. And this, I think, is a turning point in Wisconsin specifically – um, obviously, you have Tim Michaels and Tim uh, Rantham. They're all say, running. I am 100% in uh, Tim uh, Ranthan's, uh court. And it's, it's what's unfortunate about this is that I think the opposite should have occurred. I think Tim Michaels should have stepped down and, and endorsed uh, Tim uh, Rantham. Uh, I think that would be the, the ideal.
3: Well, and so many people in this state have questioned the decision of President Trump. But after talking to him on the phone... And seeing his progression and selection across the country, he, he made very clear, Joe, that that he has an average to uphold, right? right. And he knows he knows and does a lot of good good math and good decision making on the on the choices that he makes. You and I don't have that I don't have that vantage point, sorry. I'm gonna stand right here and tell you. He is talking to people across the country and trying to make decisions that are beneficial for the country. But right. it's not for me. Even before I was endorsed, it's not for me to decide what person that he endorses. Right. We simply, as, can, as individuals, get to go vote for the candidate that we think best fits the, the office.
1: Well, I tell you what, I'm going uh, um, to let you go so you can get back to uh, stumping at the last, this last part of it. We wish you the very best. Yep. We will pray for you when the podcast is over. I will be praying for you and praying for your family. So just, just know that that will happen.
3: Joe, this is something that I need to tell your entire audience. I have told people we have a prayer team. I think it's up to 50 or 100 people still, and it's growing every day. We are truly fighting good versus evil. You don't have to like God, believe in God. You can even hate God. I can prove to you that he exists, and I can prove to you that Satan exists every day. But your eyes have to be open. I sang the songs, we have to walk by faith and not by sight, but you have to actually do the work. And hey, this is something works that works is, is dead. Still important. It's yeah. still dead. There's no other translation for dead, Joe. Yeah,
1: no. There you isn't. took
3: the rest of my speech. That's Sorry. exactly it. Because we have to see, we have to see that faith worked out. Yeah. And it's it's so so important. So I I mean it with all my heart. I appreciate it, and I want your listeners to know that it's not just money. It's time, talent, or treasure. You have to decide what it's worth now for you to participate in this system. So. Prayers are greatly appreciated. Dollars are appreciated. But most of all, I want you to be encouraged to get up and participate in the system of government that God gave us.
1: Amen. Thank you, Adam Steen. Steen for us. S-T-E-E-N-F-O-R-U-S dot com. Go visit them. Thanks, Adam. Thank
3: you, sir. I appreciate it.
1: God bless you. We uh, We have a lot of things that I want to go over. There's been a call across the country to abolish or push out the DOJ from different states. Uh, There was a representative in Florida that stated that the legislature needed to come together and say that if the DOJ operates without state approval within their uh, on their domicile that they should be arrested immediately. There's been calls to have DeSantis step up and, and stop the FBI from operating on on their soil and attacking one of their own, one of their citizens of their states. For those of you who don't understand, the Constitution has several rights that it's supposed to protect. It's supposed to be a a representation of what happens across the country. Certain rights are not written in or certain uh, liberties are not written into those those things that the federal government is supposed to oversee, one of which is health care, taxes, there's a bunch of stuff that is not written in the Constitution that they've taken these arbitrary liberties, arbitrary arbitrary, uh, freedoms to do, uh, powers. But I want to go through just some of the reactions that have come out. Mr. Producer, let's put up C1 if we can. Um, Just spoke to Eric Trump, nothing in the safe, FBI agents 30 approximately rated on behalf of Nation Archives, National Archives. This is outrageous. It has come from POTUS or someone in the White House. So the National Archives is now a police organization that is allowed to raid the, the home of a previous president. If we could put up number two, uh, C2, the raid at uh, Marlago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents. Uh, while people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves, now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries, Banana Republic, and that's from Ron DeSantis. Um, here's a reaction for three, like a, when asked by, this is huge. A judge had to sign a warrant, um, and it. And Richard Grinnell says, like a FISA warrant? Ultimate trolling. Th- this is the uh, um, Republican reaction. Uh, this is crazy. Uh, Cliff Sims says, M.A.L. rate is a disgrace. The threshold for FBI rating, a POTUS politically rival home should be insanely high. Like you're going to going in with reliable info that he's hiding 37 dead bodies in the basement. Anything short of that, you're ripping the U.S. apart with banana Republican sanity. Greg Price says this is an actual threat to democracy. We're not a democracy. And by the way, people need to take it out of their, out of their vocabulary completely. Weaponizing law enforcement against political enemies of the people in power is something that happens in third-world countries. The FBI is nothing more than a brown shirt of the Biden regime, and all they want to do want, is to stop Trump from running. Uh, Mike Davis says FBI Director Chris Wray testified last Thursday the FBI was too busy to stop dangerous and illegal intimidation campaigns at Supreme Court Justice Holmes. Now the Biden sent the FBI to raid President Biden's political rival. House Republicans must impeach Garland and Wray. I think that that's absolutely true. Go a little bit further. And here's a meme how not to get raided by the FBI, promising 10% to the big guy, connections to Ukraine, connections to China, destroying 30,000 emails with bleach and a hammer, visiting Epstein's island, sexual relations with a Chinese spy, uh, how to get raided by the FBI, putting America first. This is, this is real. This is really what is happening in our country. Nunes calls for a special congressional uh, committee investigation into the DOJ. A uh, former congressman who uncovered key details about the Hillary Clinton-funded dossier and the U.S. government involvement in utilizing the documents said the House Representatives should form a special panel to investigate the Department of Justice and the FBI. If you if you look at the most important issues at the highest level in terms of government corruption, it's got to be the Department of Justice. We've talked about this before. The Department of Justice is absolutely 100 percent been created to attack any sort of of apparatus or any sort of organization that stands up for Americans and puts America first, <sighs> but that didn't stop, by the way, um, some Trump supporters from from going outside of mar a last night. Put up C-eight, if you will, Mr. Producer. They they gathered outside of mar a holding signs. If you want to look through history at. Uh, what happens when people start rising up and recognizing the fraud and corruption, it typically leads to mass amounts of chaos and the, and uh, I'm not gonna say civil war, but in this case it'll be a revolutionary war because the coup d'etat has already been pushed out on the American people. Um, So we we just, we we, we have a fax that goes out today and I want you guys to understand what that fax is. Mr. Producer, if we could put that up, Um, this is a call to action. Uh, what the American people just witnessed is unprecedented. On Monday, the FBI raided Mar the residence of the 45th president of the United States. The state is escalating. Where's Congress? Where are you? President Trump has more votes than any incumbent president in U.S. history, and yet on Monday, the Department of Justice and the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago less than 100 days prior to the midterm elections. We the people remember when Hillary Clinton couldn't be prosecuted for emails so close to an election, according to the FBI. We can even bring this back to what happened with Hunter Biden. I think it's be important to, to talk about the fact that they said it was nothing to see here. They wrote hit pieces. They they used the the media apparatus in order to write bad things about President Trump and good things about Biden, even though that guy was hanging, hanging out in basement.
0: And they can't answer simple questions about where the laptop is still today. Yeah, well, it's at the bottom of the river.
1: According to the ACLU, Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution guarantees the right the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. The amendment rose from the founders concern that the newly construed federal government would, be, would try to expand its powers and undermine rights that were guaranteed to Americans by the common law and the state constitutions. Based on experience, they knew that equipment Equipping government officers with unfettered discretion in search and seizure would be a formidable means to oppress the people. The founders' concern has been fully realized. The FBI is implicated in inciting riots on January 6th. Uh, we the people have seen the footage. So, and, and this, what's important about this, I think, is that it's it's not as if we're making this stuff up. They're making this stuff up. Yesterday, we had a mother of of her three sons. She has six children, but three sons, which are being charged with with going to the Capitol on January 6th. And her husband, um, which we didn't talk about this, has had multiple um, strokes and uh, is, you know, went there just to to redress his grievances. It's not as if they say things that are true and we have to go, oh, you know what? You have consequences. We're a rule of law. It's there is no law. And our country is based on social contracts. So so we have to have a social contract. That social contract allows for us to uh, say, hey, look, I'm not going to kill you. You can't kill me. I'm not going to rob you. You don't rob me. If somebody does something to someone, the basis of our society has always been the rule of law. But that rule of law has seemingly dried up in all of this. So uh, we, we do know... And, and I, and I kind of want to walk through this, Mr. Producer, I saw a, a video. I want to put something up so you guys understand this is not verified yet. This is not verified yet. And, and so the things that I'm going to show you right now, um, I cannot tell you that this is 100% true. I can tell you that part of it is true. And that part um, has more to do with, let's see if I can find it really quick. The, the judge in the case, the judge in the case for uh, this search warrant, it appears and I'm going to say it appears because I have not been able to verify this yet, but I think it's it's probably good that we we talk about this a little bit. and that is the, the search warrant um, looks like it was done by a magistrate that was the attorney for Jeffrey Epstein in 2018. Mr. Producer, do we have that that article where we can talk about this? And I will put up the photos. Um, and again, I haven't been able to verify this yet, so I don't want to say that this is absolutely true. But uh, we found a search warrant that was assigned to Bruce Reinhart. Um, it was updated on August 9th at uh, 7.59 a.m., this was, and if you look at this, Bruce Reinhart once quit a job as a U.S. attorney to work for Jeffrey Epstein, the multimillionaire millionaire, accused sex trafficker who has been targeted in a probe by the U.S. Attorney's Office as reported in the Miami Herald on November 28th, 2018. What's that?
0: I'm pretty sure that the that photo that someone sent us is doctored.
1: Yeah, so I saw that as well. But then, let me just kind of go through this for you, because I was going to say that. So I'm, I'm going I'm to say that that, that, that that thing was doctored. They said in PACER that there were some changes to it. But I just got this information, which I think is important. Oh, here we go. And that is this. Let me run through this really quick with you.
0: And I will remind everyone before we go on that as we fight to take back our country, And as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family and prepare yourself to be able to do so. we're blessed to have a relationship with DCF guns here in Colorado. They have three locations, one in castle rock and two down in Colorado Springs, Uh, but they have a ton of inventory. It's one of the things I love about DCF. They consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that I've, I've seen. If you need a, handgun for concealed carry if you need something to protect your home go to dcf guns at any of their locations Uh, if you go to dcfguns.co which is what you're looking at right now you can go straight to their online store and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now Make sure that you get something that's appropriate, and most importantly, make sure that you get some training. You can do that at DCF Guns. They offer some great training by some really, really phenomenal instructors. So go get something that's going to work for you, that's going to allow you to be prepared. Get ammo, magazines, whatever you need. They have safes, and most importantly, get training, get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose. And make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store.
1: All right, hold on. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Almost there. Um, there's a bunch of serialized uh, sealed warrants, meaning that there is more than one file number in sequences. Some of those warrant sequences also have file numbers that include sealed warrants for electronic searches, social media, emails, phones, et cetera. I can tell that because they type the warrant Uh, is entered in a way that it shows. I excluded those as possibilities, like those for major fraud, drug, money laundering, warrant sequences. Uh, Some of the warrant cases are already contested. Obviously, those aren't the ones. Some standalone electronic warrants, obviously those aren't the ones. There's literally only one standalone sealed warrant that isn't in a sequence of warrants. That one was filed yesterday in its case, number uh, 122MJ03327. I checked for the first, for the time of filing on PACER, that info wasn't available. But given the time the search was executed yesterday, I literally have, uh, it could have been filed, heard almost at any point in time while the court was open for them to do the application. It's common for the feds, but by the way, this is kind of an, an, a, the, the written explanation of this, for the feds to get the warrant before they do the raid planning. However, every search warrant is obtained ex parte, which means that the opposing party is given zero notice and the feds are free to talk to the judge. Considering the situation, it wouldn't surprise me they had already communicated the intent to the judge planning it and held it to the last minute. That would circumvent any contacts Trump might have with judges, chambers or the clerk's office. Um, and no worries, uh, 03327 is on the alert for me. So as soon as they get information on that, we'll be able to find it. So so there is information that is coming out that would give credibility to it, just whether or not that judge, which by the way, this still is a judge. So Bruce Reinhardt is still a judge that worked for, as a defense attorney, for Jeffrey Epstein. So that is absolutely true. He is a judge. He is a magistrate. Um, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know what to say other than it's just the the little spiral that goes down and the going down the rabbit hole just seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but the reason why they did it that the U.S. National Archives and Record Administration in February notified Congress that recovered about 15 boxes of White House documents from Trump's Florida home, some of which contained classified materials. Oop. Okay. Well, we're out of time. I do want to go through the call call to action, D4. Let me go through this really quick, D4. Sorry, I'm getting some stuff from people as we go. So there is a call to action, so get on the record today. This is for you to be able to talk to Congress. Uh, We the people deserve and demand to know your stance in this terrifying escalation immediately prior to Election Day, now, today. If President Trump had one accomplishment that was greater than all the others. It was reigniting the fire of liberty in the American people. It burns hot. This is a dangerous time in U.S. history. The people have not escalated, yet the state is escalating. It is time to choose a side. We, the people are watching, remember your oath. So this is the call to action to Congress to do something. Don't just talk about it. And what, what is interesting about what Congress has done, in my opinion, is that they keep talking about they will, ha- they will get their revenge. They talked about retaxing or overtaxing the American people, which is what they just did in this, this tax bill, which is also on the table now. And that raising taxes by an average about 4.5% per American that makes under $200,000 a year, not over $400,000 a year. Um, and then now they're saying that when President Trump was raided that we're going to get revenge after the 2022. It's always pushing the can down the road and saying we're going to do something in order to keep the American people quiet. I think it's time that we stop being quiet I think it's time that we literally start making sacrifices so that we can honor those that came before us that gave us the opportunity that we've had up till today. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm going to go ahead and pray with you guys if I can. Um, this is just the faxing. By the way, all of those numbers go down if you're a member. So if you become a member, all of them, You, you I think the first level allows you to massively fax. Massively down. You, you can fax Congress. Your, your congressman for free at the first level and second level. Um, and you can do it every day. Um... So you have that ability as well. So let's let's just pray for our country, let's play pray for President Trump, let's pay pray for Adam, and let's uh you know let's let's remember, man, it's we're we're in a we're in a trying time right now. But uh and if you wonder why I'm so calm about it, the calm always comes before the storm. And they're they're hunting us as Americans. They hate us. We're an inconvenience to them, a needed inconvenience. That needs to shut up, sit down, and let them handle our elections and select who they want, and just pay them, you know, sixty percent of our income. Let's pray, Father God. Thank you for the opportunity we have today to be on the podcast and to share truth with so many. Father, I ask you to uh, please, and I'm going straight to it. I mean, we are we are so grateful, but I want to go straight to the needs that we have, and I know that that uh, many people say that 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 God's got this, that you have this. And I, and, I, and I know that you've had all of us to be born at a time such as this, that we are your tools. Father, I would just ask you to put a hedge of protection around all of us that we may stand in the gap and fight for you, Father, and fight for the people around us, our, our neighbors and our family. Fight for our children. Father, I would ask you to put a special blessing around President Trump and his family hedge of protection for that he could be physically protected but he also could be mentally and and uh, medically protected that he, he can have his health um, and you could protect his mind and then you can just per, per, just protect him in this fight father he he fights for all of us and I would just ask you to uh, give him peace also allow him to have joy while he goes through his his day-to-day activities of fighting for us father I would I would ask you to Please bless Adam Steen, bless his campaign, bless the other candidates that are standing up and speaking truth, especially as it relates to election integrity and, and putting real people, people inside of our community that will go back to our community and ask them what they need, putting those people in positions of leadership that they can restore order within our country. I would ask you that you deliver Adam through this, this uh, primary vote and, and others and others that are, that are running to stand up for the people of Wisconsin and the people in other states. Father, I would, I would ask a special blessing on our listeners. It is, it is difficult getting bad news. And you get more and more bad news, and you just stand up and you shake your head. And it's hard in the middle of that not to put yourself in a place where you grasp any straw of hopium any straw of, of hope that is out there, even as far-fetched as some of the stuff that they're saying out there is. Father, I would just, I would just ask you to guard, guard those that are listening's heart, guard the people, Americans' heart, guard their mind, help them to maintain peace, but also recognize that now is the time that we must stand up to save our nation. Please give them courage, give them stamina, give them the ability to set aside petty differences and stand together there's been there's been people that have said that this person is is not a real christian because he's a mormon or this person's not a real christian because he's a jehovah witness or this person's not a christian because they're jewish and i and i father i would just ask that you that you help put on the hearts that they set aside differences of faith as we focus on you father there is only one god i would ask you that you you help us focus on the things that are necessary the mission of restoring order restoring ethics morals and bringing our society back to a place where we honor and follow your law Father, God's law, your law Father I would ask you that you would put on the hearts of men and women around the nation that we may stand with courage and do the work that is necessary in order to put us in a place of great restoration in our nation Father I would also ask that you bless those in other countries that are fighting for the same freedoms that we're trying to to hold on to in our country ask for all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, that's it. We'll we'll be back at 4 o'clock tonight. I know we have some guests on tonight. We'll also give you some updates on what's happening in Wisconsin. um, If we get some exit polls and other states. We also have the uh, primary in Wyoming today, I believe. Is it today? Wyoming? Let's check and see. Primary. It is, oh, no, it is August 16th. We have another week. Um, but pay a little bit of attention. And you'd say, Joe, how did you not know that? I'm trying to keep track of a lot of stuff, as you are. But remember, our hope does not come in, you know, just it's all trust the plan, trust the plan, trust the plan. I think the plan is that, that God put us on in to be born such a time as this so we can stand up with courage. This is the test of life right here. And there's no greater test than the restoration of God's word to our community. So God bless you, and I'll see you guys tonight at 4 o'clock.
0: If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey.